0: The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Marketing this book that is basically like, if you're unlucky and you think that everybody hates you, but you just needed a man. Like, no, that's a no. Welcome to The Midnight Bookworm. I'm your host, Neil Gilbert, and today we're going to be discussing a couple of books that have characters who meet at a wedding. Now, the three books that we're going to be discussing today are The Wedding Date by Jasmine Guillory, The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren, and The Worst Best Man by Lucy Score. Now, if you go on any sort of internet or Goodreads, you're going to find a lot of books that have the name The Worst Best Man. So, I want to be specific that it's the one by Lucy Score because I have read a lot of other ones also titled The Worst Best Man. Now, let's get into the summaries. Today, I might be ranting again about a book that I saw on TikTok that was not as good as marketed, but you're just going to have to stick around and find out why. So the summary of The Wedding Date by Jasmine Guillory is, a groomsman and his last minute guest are about to discover if a fake date can go the distance in a fun and flirty debut novel. Agreeing to go to a wedding with a guy she gets stuck with in an elevator is something Alexa Monroe wouldn't normally do, but there's something about Drew Nichols that's too hard to resist. On the eve of his ex's wedding festivities, Drew is minus a plus one, until a power adage strands him with the perfect candidate for a fake girlfriend. After Alexa and Drew have more fun than they ever thought possible... Drew has to fly back to Los Angeles and his job as a pediatric surgeon and Alexa heads home to Berkeley where she's the mayor's chief of staff. Too bad they can't stop thinking about each other. They're just two high-powered professionals on a collision course toward long-distance dating disaster of the century or closing the gap between what they think they need and what they truly want. There's a lot of dot dot dots that I did not uh, describe so that's why The grammar might sound a bit off. And just for reference, this book is 317 pages, so it is a bit shorter than the other ones, just to keep that in mind. So the summary of The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren is, Olive is always unlucky in her career and love and, well, everything. Her identical twin sister, Amy, on the other hand, is probably the luckiest person in the world. Her mute cute with her fiancé is something out of a romantic comedy, Gag, and she managed to finance her entire wedding by winning a series of internet contests, Double Gag. Worst of all, she's forcing Olive to spend the day with her sworn enemy, Ethan, who just happens to be the best man. Olive braces herself to get through 24 hours of wedding hell before she can return to her comfortable, unlucky life. But when the entire party gets food poisoning from eating bad shellfish, the only people who aren't affected are Olive and Ethan. And now there's an all expenses paid honeymoon in Hawaii up for grabs. Putting their mutual hatred aside for the sake of a free vacation, Olive and Ethan head for paradise, determined to avoid each other at all costs. But when Olive runs into her, fu- or her future boss, the little white lie she tells him is suddenly at risk to become a whole lot bigger. She and Ethan now have to pretend to be loving newlyweds, and her luck seems worse than ever. But the weird thing is that she doesn't mind playing for 10. In fact, she feels kind of lucky. Now, this one is 400 pages. I'd say it's a sweet spot in terms of, like, how long a romance book is. And so we have the last one, which is The Worst Best Man by Lucy Score. The bride is a doll. The groom is the perfect gentleman. But the rest of the wedding party, they're the stuff of nightmares. Rich, check. Vapid, double check. Entitled, not enough checks in the world. And the best man, more like the worst man. But Maid of Honor Francesca takes her duty seriously. Kidnapped groom, she's got this. Rude attendees, you just watch her handle them. So a best man with a big attitude and an even bigger checkbook? Yeah, there's no way she's gonna let that pretentious, judgmental jackhole ruin her best friend's wedding. No matter how sexy he is. Well, that's the plan anyways. Aiden Kilborn doesn't do long term relationships. He's busy ruling the business world and has yet to find a woman he can tolerate for longer than a, a month, two at the outside anyway. Conquering the unconquerable is basically his bread and butter, and he hasn't met a challenge he can't win. But Francesca Berensky, this smart mouthed girl from Brooklyn, may just be his downfall. I enjoy like the wedding romances where they're meeting at the wedding or they're like friends of whoever's getting married more than the epilogue that takes place at like whatever the couple's wedding is. Because I always find that the characters are very averse to romance when they like go to weddings and they're just there to be logical. And of course, that never works out. So ranking based on my favorites, so The Worst Best Man by Lucy Score is definitely my favorite out of these three, followed by The Wedding Date and at the end, The Unhoneymooners. So The Unhoneymooners is the book from TikTok that I mentioned before, and I'm just going to read my Goodreads, Stars, and Rating, but disclaimer that I didn't really start getting into Goodreads reviewing, like writing down my physical reviews until like six months ago. So, some of the my books that I've read like in the past do not have any reviews. So, for these ones, I mainly just did stars and the only review that I did was for The West Best Man, but I think it kind of sums up my opinion, so I'll read it anyways. So, for this one, I did five stars out of five and my comment was, I think I found a new favorite romance author, dot, dot, dot. And for The Wedding Date and Unhoneymooners, I put four stars, but honestly... I wish I could, I don't want to go back and change it now because that was definitely like in the moment, but after analyzing it, I definitely think I would make my Unhoneymooners review three stars or just two, to be honest. So now we're going to get into the reviews, which is probably my favorite part of this podcast, because I will be sort of shredding into the Unhoneymooners. Um, as you guys know from the first episode, I love a strong female main character. I think that in The Wedding Date and The Worst Best Man, they were both like non, no nonsense, like, you know, women that can like conquer the world. And in The Unhoneymooners, Olive... Um, she's the main character and she was kind of like oh like I'm unlucky nothing good ever happens to me my life sucks my sister gets everything and I was like girl you are like 25 you need to get out of that childish mindset and that really irritated me like throughout the book because it's literally like in the first chapter and it's just like it's supposed to be the setup of the entire book and I'm just like not behind that because it's one thing to be like insecure everybody's insecure about something but to blame your entire life on something that is not quantitative and not even qualitative because like honestly does luck even exist that's for you to figure out but i really like the female main characters in the wedding day and the worst best man so if you're into like a strong female main character that is probably the number one reason that they were ranked higher in terms of the trope so the worst best man had like maid of honor and the best man they knew each other before the wedding but they weren't friends and it's a little unrealistic but basically the groom gets kidnapped and like the first half of the book is like them getting him back before the wedding and then the second half of the book is like post-wedding um it's also a destination wedding which i found was fun because it was like it was very trashy, like, trashing the rich people at the wedding who were super entitled. No one or like, just kind of throwing money at everything. And I kind of just found that entertaining, especially because Francesca is, like, this girl from Brooklyn who is not anywhere close to, like, their tax bracket. And she talks about that. And I think that, like, gives the book a little more realistic feel um, as compared to, you know, the kidnapping that occurs. So, I think mean, they sort of balance out. You are going to need to suspend your disbelief. But I don't know. Maybe that happens in, like, the upper-class world, and I just am not aware of it. But anyways, um, the wedding date, as I said, they meet in the wedding hotel. It's the day before. Um, and, I mean, elevator stopping isn't realistic. Probably. Elevators stop everywhere. Would you go out with a man who is in the elevator? Mm, I don't know. Maybe if he's, like, really hot, which is what Alexa describes him to be. So <laughs> you never know. You kind of just got to seize your chance. I did like in this book, um, how it was mainly focused on like, yeah, they went to the wedding together, but a lot of it occurred after. So I liked that it wasn't, it was kind of just like the wedding was the meat point, but everything after was just them, which I enjoyed because like fake dating can get annoying if it goes on for too long because you're just like, oh, confess your feelings already or whatever. But I really liked how the characters in this one were a lot more like, adults and they, like, actually talked about their feelings, unlike The Unhoneymooners. So, that's definitely why I prefer that book more. And to go to The Unhoneymooners, so, um, Olive and Ethan are the siblings of the bride and groom, uh, respectively, and they knew each other before the wedding. They didn't like each other. They're, like, marketed as enemies, but I don't think they're enemies like, there's just this misunderstanding, I'm not going to tell you, because obviously I don't want to spoil, but basically there's this misunderstanding, like, the first time they met, and after that, Olive, like, blamed, like, Olive just sees Ethan as this super bad guy, and, like, it could have been, it could have been cleared up with a simple conversation, and, like, that's what I didn't like, because that is not enemies to lovers, that is miscommunication, and, like, I'm fine with miscommunication you just need to market it that way because I do not like to be lied to when I read a book and I'm like this is not what I signed up for blah 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 also in terms of being being realistic um everyone gets sick except for Olive and Ethan I don't believe that I believe that there's many people who would not eat shellfish at a wedding like there's people who just don't eat fish so I think that that was definitely unrealistic. Also, Amy Olive's sister pays for her entire wedding with coupons. Okay. That, no. I don't think that would ever happen. Maybe, like, the free trip, you know? Like, I feel like on Jeopardy or, what, like, game show stuff like that, like, you can win a free trip. But, like, every other wedding cost, I don't believe that. But anyways, so you're definitely going to need to suspend your disbelief if you read that book. But if we're going to go into the plot, um... I definitely think The Worst Best Man was my favorite because it there was, like, a salary difference, which is definitely some sort of trope that I don't think is, like, talked about as much, but, like, it's, like, rich guy. She's not, like, um, Alex isn't poor, but she's definitely not, like, like, this man bought her, okay, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but, like, not really. This man bought her a fur coat after she lost her coat, like, just on a whim and she's definitely not that rich so I did like how that was addressed like she addressed that a lot that was one of their like big um disputes which made a lot of sense to me because they meet at a destination wedding and I think like if you're gonna do a romance like this that is something that needs to be addressed so I really like that also for the wedding date um it was long distance I mean okay, long distance in, like, air quotes here because they both live in California. They just live in, like, really different areas. I don't know that much about California, um, but basically they had to, like, go on a plane every time to see each other, and I thought that was cute because it definitely, like, showed their commitment to, like, actually being in a relationship, which, um, I think is important if it's long distance. Also, um, in the wedding day, It's like an interracial couple, and Alexa like actually addresses that multiple times. And I was like, "Thank you for not just." She's like very politically involved, and she goes to this wedding, and it's all these like, and it has um, Drew's exes there, and like it's all these blonde white women who are like super skinny, and she actually addresses that with him. And I was like, "Thank you, like don't just write her something and then write her off." So that's I really enjoyed that about Jasmine Guillory's books. I think that's like sort of, um, the main care the female main character that she's going to stick to, which is why I'm, I really want to read more of her books because I think that, like, it's definitely more realistic and I'm like, okay, like, this romance could actually happen. This is not just, like, like how Bridgerton just, like, completely ignores race. Like, this is actually a romance book that is somewhat realistic, somewhat here. Also in the Unhoneymooners, um, Olive, like I said, she was very irritating and I think the thing that this book did differently than the others is that they fell in love during a vacation while the other two like I said very realistic very real world and so when they come back from their honeymoon um they're like they're hit with real world problems and I think that is what uh, redeemed the book a little bit um not a lot but I think that was like I was finally like, yes, like thank you. This is not just some like blissful thing that they randomly go like enemy celebrities in a week. In a week, guys. Like that is no way. If they were real enemies, it would not happen that fast. So I I did like that part, but the thing is, here are my strong opinions here. Olive, like she the the thing that they break up over and then get back together i mean okay that's not a spoiler because you all know that happens in like every romance book imaginable um is like what happened i don't think ethan groveled enough because it was definitely his fault obviously not i'm gonna tell you guys but i think like that kind of shows my point of her not being confident in herself to the point where it's a personality trait and not just like something that she can work through on her own and the fact that she needed love gross to like fix that is mm -mm, that is a red flag for me because in like in every other book that i mentioned like the women do they are insecure but they don't need love to fix that they just like they like work on themselves or like they go to therapy stuff like that where i'm like okay like this is real but if you're gonna be like marketing this book that is basically like if you're unlucky and you think that everybody hates you but you just needed a man. Like, no. That's a no. And I dislike that strongly, which is why I wish I could have changed my review. I think I was blinded by like um the end of the book where Ethan like grovels, they get back together and it's like cute and like stuff gets resolved. And I was like, okay, well, we did go a little off the track, but we're back now. So I um I definitely don't recommend this book if you want a again, realistic romance. I feel like I've said realistic five times. But um, in terms of who this these books are best for, The Wedding Date is definitely a real, world, a real world romance with real problems, but it's still cute. It's not like you're getting like, like, you know, when you read too much news and you're like, wow, this world sucks. Like, no, it is, it's real world without like really hurting your brain, which I did like about it um i did think that the romance between the two was definitely like very physical in the beginning which is why i got four stars instead of five like i couldn't really see the connection but as the book progressed like there was definitely a connection formed and also like drew was a pediatric surgeon and like there were all these cute scenes where he was like helping kids and i was just like that's adorable but anyways the winners, if you want to read it i don't think you should but if you want to um it's definitely like rumpy and sunshine character um, Ethan is very, like, I don't talk to people, blah, 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 but actually, he's a teddy bear with a super sweetheart, you know, like, something like that, like, that's what it is. It's not enemies to lovers, though. If you want enemies to lovers, stick around and I'll give you some enemies to lovers But. Uh, book recommendations. And The Worst Best Man, is definitely a little um, unrealistic at the beginning, but it's a, it's a New York romance. I feel like a lot of New York things were mentioned, and I was like, oh yeah, I totally know what's going on as a person who is not from New York. But it also gave, like, the realities of salaries and small businesses because um, the female main character works at a small business and, like, it's, like, working at a nonprofit versus working at this, like, corporate monster. So, I, I liked that because, again, like, it was in the book without forcing it in your face and it just made the character seem more real. So, if you're into that and, like, a salary difference, I guess, totally recommend that for you. Overall... I think that these books are, you're going to, you're going to have to suspend your disbelief a little bit because, I mean, I've only been to a couple of weddings, but I don't think this all happens at, um, every single wedding ever, but, you know, I think they are cute and they are fluffy, for sure fluffy, um, some of them, like, the Unhoneymooners, it did get a little long at the end, I was like, okay, come on, let's wrap this up, like, what's the conflict, how are we solving it, let's get there. Um, I did like the length of the wedding date because, like I said, like, the romance was a little superficial in the beginning, so I think it makes sense to have a shorter book, but, you know, the main characters still got to, like, the point where they actually liked each other for, like, themselves. And The Worst Best Man, it is a little long, but that's because the beginning, I get has a kidnapping. So, um, as long as you're willing to stick around, these books will turn out, and I definitely love the wedding trope because i think like it's the stress of the whole day like the planning and stuff like that versus the outcome which is like most of these characters see like someone they love get married and it's a little like oh like it's definitely heartwarming so any adding any romance book that uh happens at a wedding i definitely recommend thank you so much for listening to the midnight bookworm if you have any personal opinions on this episode feel free to share them on our Instagram post. Check out our website. It's in our bio. I hope you enjoyed and gotten at least two book recommendations and one book non-recommendation. I don't know, but this bookworm is out, so peace out, y'all.